0: Thanks for tuning in to Start with Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at HesedHeart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Wednesday today we'll be continuing on in Jesus' ministry in Galilee. So I'm going to dive right in, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1, reading from the ESV. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. A quick pause here, I would like to point out that he actually went up on a mountain seemingly away from the crowd. So we don't know how many people followed him but they were actually his followers, believers in what he had to say and his messianic position. Hopping in to verse 2 we'll actually dive into a section called the Beatitudes. Now beatitude is a Latin word that means blessed and happy. And I think that's something that a lot of people have a misconception about. When you hear the word blessed, you do think happy, easy, content, like everything is going well in your life and you are prosperous and successful. You think of the hashtag blessed or the little sign on the wall like grateful, thankful, blessed. That people only ever use the word blessed in a very positive context when everything is going right. But as we will see as we read through these Beatitudes, there is more to being blessed than our temporal experience. There is more to being blessed than our circumstance. I'll dive right in, starting in verse 2. So I know that was a lot of blessed statements. Let's break down a couple of these. The first beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit. Many experts believe that poor in spirit essentially means of a humble heart, of a heart that is contrite, that sees your sin and understands your need for a savior. The second beatitude, blessed are those who mourn because the first beatitude blessed are the poor in spirit can refer to a humble heart that sees your sin some experts believe that the mourning here actually refers to the the sadness and the sorrow you feel when you see your sin and know you cannot save yourself however as i have researched the actual greek word it is also used in the context of mourning that we would think of when you lose a friend, when you lose someone in your life and you mourn and you grieve and you are filled with sadness. For example, this same word is actually used in Mark chapter 16. It's used to describe the disciples after Jesus died. Even though both may be valid interpretations. I just want you to know that if you have lost someone, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The third beatitude, blessed are the meek. The word for meek can also be translated into gentle or humble. Not proud, not pushy. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not hungering and thirsting for our own selfish gain or for our own prosperity, but for justice and for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. Here, Jesus is saying blessed are the pure in heart. Your heart, your intent, your motive matters more than looking religious in the eyes of others. Blessed are the peacemakers now, peacemakers are distinct from peace breakers. We all know peace breakers. People who are destructive, people who stir up disagreements, people who live for drama. We know peace breakers. But peacemakers are also distinct from peace keepers, people who avoid healthy conflict because it's difficult or uncomfortable. Conflict is good when done in a constructive and healthy way. And we see blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. We also see blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. Blessed are those who experience pain when doing the right thing, when living as God would want us to live, or when speaking up and speaking the truth. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. I think we see here that blessing doesn't mean you will have a perfect life. We see here that blessing can come and blessing can exist in times of loss, when people mourn, in times of conflict, when we must be peacemakers, and in times of pain, when we are persecuted or reviled. So what is blessing then? The Greek word can also translate to fortunate or happy. So you say, isn't that what you just said blessing is not? I think, and this is my two cents here, that we can make a distinction between feeling fortunate and happy with possessions, with materials, with our social setting or our jobs, and being fortunate and happy in Christ and in the salvation we have in Him. Regardless of the circumstance in our life, we are blessed when we are saved by God's grace through faith in Christ. We are blessed on a deep, eternal level because we have a never-ending love and eternal life in Christ. So regardless of our circumstance, when we experience loss and conflict and pain, We know that we are blessed because our fortune, our contentment, isn't rooted in this world, but in the truth and everlasting nature of God. Take that attitude with you into your day. Notice all the ways you are truly blessed in Christ, and I will see you tomorrow. I'm so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com/give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.